Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Glenn from the On Education Podcast. And we're part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we're going to do something special. We're going to talk just about the month of November. We're going to tell you a little bit about how we plan for November, some of the activities we do, some of the songs we sing, and hopefully give you some ideas that you can use in your classroom. I like to plan the entire month of November around the theme families because families can be taken so broad and We'll talk about all the extensions that you can make from families. And there are a couple really good old-time Joy Cowley books that I like to begin my family's study on. And one is Harry Bear, Mm -hmm. and the other is Sing a Song. So um, hopefully, if you have an old copy of those two books, they are still available for purchase But like the last copy of Harry Bear I saw on eBay, they wanted $999. (laughs) But I think it's worth it. And anyway, I like to start with some kind of book that's fun about families. There's a lot of other family books. There's one that I really like, um, All all Kinds of Families, because we do teach uh, children from very diverse family life. Mm -hmm. And it's a really good one that... Um, approaches different types of families. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books to introduce talking about families with is called One Family, and it's by George Shannon and Blanca Gomez. And it has all different kinds of families in the book, but it's uh, very, it's not heavy handed about it. It just starts the book with one, one shoe, one cat, one purse, one family. And it's a family of one little old lady and her one cat (laughs) they're the family on the first page (laughs) and then the next page is two like two trees two sandwiches two two is a family I don't remember the exact words but every page is just a number and and the numbers get bigger I think it goes to 10 so you can integrate math with it too but every family on the pages every family on every page is different um and you don't know how exactly how everybody is related in the picture, but you know that they love each other and they're a family. So I like to start with that one. I really like how you do family in sign language. And we've talked about the site Signing Savvy before, where you can actually type in a word and it will uh, have a video of, of it. And to do family in sign language, you take your thumb and your ring finger together and make F. It's an F in sign language. That's you not your an ring F finger. Both. That's your pointer finger. Oh, pointer. You're making yeah. like an OK sign. Yeah, it's like, like an okay, OK sign with the circle. On both, the... But but then you push them together. Uh-huh. So it's a like a talking OK. This is, yeah. Look it up, <laughs> so everyone. It makes, <laughs> it's the letter F. Uh-huh. And so if you take that um, together 
and you make your F's and then you bring your F's together like in a big circle, hold it up to your shoulders and then bring it together. And I love that because your family is together. And it's one of my favorite songs is some families are large and you make the large with um, in sign language. Some families are small, but I love my family best of all. And it's a really good introduction to families because kids love their families. Right now, in my reading interventions, I'm writing about families with all my students' grades one through five, mm -hmm. and the response is all the same. They're now, this is the most excited they've ever been about writing because everyone is excited to share their family. And uh, I like to assign, I send home a letter with my parents and all of this is included in our family unit if you're interested but I send home a letter that tells the family to fill out like this little form and put a family photo on it and send it and the kids they bring that back and to share with the class and it's like gold to them they love it so much to be able to share their family with the school yeah this may be jumping off topic a little bit, but November is also Native American Heritage Month. So something I've done for the last three years is uh, I invited a Navajo family to come and talk to our kindergartners. So they come in and uh, she, <laughs> she introduced them to her children and, and told them their Navajo names. And I'm trying to remember, but I think her son is named Batman in Navajo. <laughs> and the kids really thought that was cool and so they talked about things their family does and showed her I think it's her brother came and showed them some some dances and and I think I, I thought that was a nice way to incorporate Native American Heritage Month by just showing you know that they're a family too and showing about their family yeah, I have another take-home in the family unit besides the family portrait that I send home. And it's one, uh, it says, Dear parents, we are studying the subject of families in our classroom and we want your family to participate by sharing a traditional activity. And so the parents can either take a picture of the activity, they can just write about it, or they can come to school and share it. And mm -hmm. it's just like your Native American um, example a lot of parents really are excited to come and share a few traditions from their family. Mm -hmm. Something else we've done too, um, we, we've done traditions and then uh, one year I had them do a little research project about someone from their family history to come share with everybody and that was really fun to do because I kept it really simple like draw a picture of someone interesting from your family history and something they liked write down something they liked I don't know so the kids would talk about grandma who came from China or great grandma who came from China and that she didn't like so and so because it I don't remember well enough to tell the story <laughs> but it was a, it was fun it was fun to do a little family history project kids love talking about the family tree and family mm -hmm. history I have a song in the unit it's I have a family tree and on it there is me, there's mother, father, sister too, upon my family tree. There's brothers and there's baby, grandma, grandpa too. There's aunts and uncles on my tree, but best of all, there's me. <laughs> <laughs> we did a family feast too at, 
as our culmination at the before oh that's a fun before one. thanksgiving break and for the family feast i just asked all the families to bring in some kind of treat or food that represented their family to share with everyone and then everybody tried the treats and we ate them together and that was our family feast we looked at pictures of their families on the tv while they were eating i remember one kid brought in cheese balls because they said that whenever they went to visit their dad at work that he always had a big container of cheese balls on his desk and so they would sit and eat cheese balls while they visited him at work so that was what they shared oh cool and another kid brought seaweed because this was the kid whose grandma was from china so they brought seaweed to, for all the kids to try and only one kid liked it <laughs> I had a little girl today, that a little second grader, and today she brought a whole stack of family portraits that her mom had helped her run off because we're writing about our families. Mm -hmm. And she said, before I write about my family anymore, do you care if I make a family dictionary? Aww. And so, she, isn't it adorable? Aww. And so she was cutting out all the pictures and then gluing them on the pages in the journal and then labeling them. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a great idea. Yeah. And, one girl that's in her group, she said, my mom won't let me take pictures. And I said, well, you can make your family dictionary by drawing pictures. Mm -hmm. And she was just ex as excited. And I think that that was a really cute idea. Like I've always said, best ideas come from kids. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about doing families in November is, like I said, you can keep doing families all month long, but then you can take the jumping off points like spend a week doing the three bear unit because, because the three bears are a family yeah <laughs> because the three bears are a family and um take a a week to jump off and talk about thanksgiving because thanksgiving really is all about families but then you can also pull off from that you know gratitude and turkeys pilgrims native americans any way that you want to go from that, and if you keep your major um, month-long theme as families, it really um, keeps keeps everything cohesive. Well, it keeps it grounded in something that's not so abstract for little kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, little kids do well when everything has root meaning to it. Mm -hmm. One activity that I really like to do with family also is uh, the fingerprint family or the thumbprint family. So. You just make your thumbprint out of, or finger, <laughs> out mm -hmm. of flesh um, paint, tempera paint. And I do use all fingers and make them different sizes because, of course, baby said you want to be out of your pinky. Mm -hmm. And you just make your fingerprints as many fingerprints as people in your family and then draw stick people. But it's a really cute activity. And also, we have a free guided reader on our site that we'll link you to that's a guided reader called My Family. That's a really fun guided reader. So while we're doing families, I think let's jump ahead and talk about um, my favorite family activity in November is Thanksgiving. And of course, turkeys. Well, Who tell, tell them turkeys? why you love turkeys so much in case they well, I, didn't hear the stories <laughs> from previous podcasts. Yeah, on previous podcasts, I've talked this about... This is how turkeys I've... is tied into your family. <laughs> <laughs> it is, exactly. And when I talk about family traditions and introduce that, I really like to talk about the story 
of the turkeys because I'm doing families in Thanksgiving at in November and I talk about how I was raised on a turkey farm and all of my experiences of living on a turkey farm and then I put myself the rest of us college. don't have it so easily because we didn't we can't we can't make that jump to turkey you can't as easy jump as so you. well you're like and, and family I've... traditions <laughs> my family tradition is turkeys five fat turkeys are we look how smooth that was <laughs> and when I was in high school and in college, I put myself through college and bought clothes in high school, um, working at the turkey plant. And for one year, I pulled guts out of turkeys because <laughs> they paid 10 cents more an hour. <laughs> so, yeah, I can connect to turkeys really easily. And so I love turkeys. So let's sing Five Fat Turkeys. Go for it, Lindsay. Oh, I get to sing it? Yeah. Uh, five fat turkeys are we. We slept all night in a tree. When the cook came around, we couldn't be found, and that's why we're here, you see. Another turkey song I like is, and all of these are found in our November song packet and in our November units. But this one's a very fine turkey. I'm a very fine turkey, and I sing a fine song. Gobble, 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 gobble. I strut around the barnyard all day long and my head goes bobble, bobble, bobble. And when Thanksgiving Day comes round, gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> I'll go and hide so I can't be found and my head will bobble when I gobble, gobble, gobble. Yay! <laughs> I, I love this one because especially when I worked at the turkey plant, I thought about this a lot. I'm glad I'm not a turkey, a turkey, a turkey. I'm glad I'm not a turkey on Thanksgiving Day. They stuff you and bake you and then they will taste you. I'm glad I'm not a turkey on Thanksgiving Day. I love to make turkey headbands because they're so pretty and colorful. So you just cut a sentence strip or a strip of construction paper and make a round circle for a turkey body and a smaller round circle for a head and then you make a beak out of like orange paper like a triangle and do its eyes and its um what is that name of that thing the waddle thing isn't it's it called a, a waddle no it's got a name i want to say strudel but i know it's not strudel <laughs> and then you make uh feathers for the turkey out of multicolors. It's called, it's called a waddle. It's okay. I it's just googled waddle. it. It's a waddle. Okay. Well, a waddle always right. Is a fleshy caruncle hanging from various parts of the head or neck in several groups of turkeys. Okay. There you go. It's a waddle. It's a waddle. You said it correctly first <laughs> try. And you make the really cute, colorful feathers for the turkey and then attach the headband around your kids' heads and they love it. And then uh, I like to sing the I'm a Very Fine Turkey song or any of the turkey songs to celebrate in our little headbands. And it's pretty dang cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and of course there's the trace your hand to make a turkey. Mm -hmm. That's always turkey. cute. I like to particularly paint the hand the base of the hand and the thumb brown and then each finger a different color then they press their handprint and make the beak and the legs and the waddle mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and make a type of a background. Drawing a turtle turkey is a lot of fun, and I think somewhere on the blog we have an art lesson for how to draw a turkey. A great way to tie families and Thanksgiving together is that traditional song of Over the River and Through the Woods. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through the white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the woods and now it's time to play. Hooray for the fun is the pudding done. Hooray for Thanksgiving Day. I love that song. I loved it as a child because I remember singing it in school, actually. And so it's always had great meaning. But I, we always sang it when we were driving as a family to Grandma Dickinson's house because we did go over a river and through the woods. Mm -hmm. And so on the way, can you remember singing mm -hmm. that? I remember that. Yeah. And, then, and yeah. then when I brought my children to their grandma's house and you lived in the desert, we would sing over the over the sand and through the desert to grandmother's house we go. The car knows the way to carry us today. Which <laughs> to the red rock to the red rocks and the arches <laughs> didn't quite yeah, work as well. It's a really good way to um, to bring families to Thanksgiving and talk about. Where are you going for Thanksgiving? Kids love to share um, what they're going to be doing with their families and um, what they're going to eat and who's going to be at their house. There are just so many opportunities for oral language and for writing when you're talking about Thanksgiving because kids are so excited about it. Uh, here's one called Thanksgiving Cheer. It's to the tune of Farmer in the Dell. Thanksgiving time is here. Let's give a great big cheer for faith, for friends, and family. Thanksgiving time is here. Huzzah! <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> and um, I really like the one to Are You Sleeping? You try it. Uh, which turkey one is dinner. it? It's turkey dinner. Turkey dinner, turkey dinner. Gather around, gather around. Who will get the drumstick? Yummy, yummy, yum stick. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. Cornbread muffins, chestnut stuffing, pudding pie, ten feet high. All of us were thinner before we came to dinner. Me, oh my. Me, oh my. Is that not the one you know? Because you're giving me a look like that was not it at no, all. No, mine's... My, you know what I do with all those songs? I cut them down shorter. <laughs> you make them shorter? <laughs> a little less wordy? How does yours go? Uh, turkey dinner, turkey dinner, gather round, gather round, pass the spuds and gravy, turkey dressing, maybe pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, <laughs> turkey dinner, turkey dinner, gather round, gather round, we were all much thinner before we came to dinner, my oh my, my oh my. I feel like yours had the same amount of words as mine. No, I took out the whole cornbread stuffing and all that. Oh, you just kept it simple as mashed potatoes. Because <laughs> they don't know what chestnut stuff And is. then, of course, Thanksgiving, we want to um, talk about Native American and give them some heritage. And I love the song Ho Ho Watane. And in English, it's sleep and holding a little baby as they sing it, rocking the baby back and forth. And, you know, this is great for our little boys. They need to 
have that nurturing side and and I've never really had a boy that's balked at it they want to hold their baby sleep sleep little one sleep sleep little one sleep sleep little one now go to sleep now go to sleep ho ho watane ho ho watane ho ho watane kia kaina kia kaina and it's just you can take it so many places you can have drums beating with it um i like to between the english and the what language did you say it was well i'm not sure i looked it up and it said iroquois but also said mohawk so now i'm not sure but between the two verses i like to um maybe rhythm sticks or bells or any kind of activity uh flutes with one note flutes it sounds really pretty with it so i really like to pull in some beautiful uh real native american songs that really can tie kids to the traditions and i've taught in schools uh, one school had a heavy show band population and i taught in a school that had a uh heavy Navajo tradition, I mean, population. Mm -hmm. And so I've tried to bring in songs from their culture and, and in their language, they've loved showing, sharing that. So I really like to add the gratitude piece to Thanksgiving. Because what a great time to celebrate all the wonderful things in our lives. (laughs) And I think one of my favorite songs ever written on the whole planet Hmm. is by Hat Palmer and it's called I Am Thankful. I just love it and I I don't know I think I mean the instrumental of it is beautiful and the words are beautiful but I think the main reason I love it is because every time I teach it to my students I can just feel the spirit of gratitude as they're singing it Mm -hmm. and so it just makes me so super grateful for everything and uh, we'll put a link so you can hear the real version of it. But, How, but, but give us the, give us the um, your version. <laughs> you know, I always change things. <laughs> this is exactly Hat Palmer. I didn't change his. I don't mess with perfection. You don't mess with Hat Palmer. <laughs> there are many things I am thankful for. I can find them near and far. There are many things I am thankful for. Let me tell you what they are. I'm thankful for the earth. I'm thankful for the sea. I'm thankful for my friends. I wish I would have pitched this <laughs> And I'm thankful to be me. <laughs> so thankful. I'll get, this is another one I love to do in sign language. And I just think it adds to the spirit of gratitude because uh, sign language has such powerful emotion to it. But we will put the link for half so you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> don't you hate that when you start singing and you, you're in the wrong key, but you're committed and you can't back out now? You're committed. <laughs> you're committed. One of, one of my favorite thankful songs is uh, a Raffi song, of course, because you raised well, me course. on Raffi. 
But no, I love Rafi. You know, you do know his "Thanks a Lot" song. Do you know which one I'm? Yes, I love it. Sing it for us. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can pitch it correctly for me. Thanks okay. a lot. Thanks for the sun in the sky. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the clouds so high. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the moonlit night. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the stars so bright. Thanks a lot. Thanks for all I've got. There are more. I love Rafi. There are more words than that, but I didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> we'll link it's it. It's just a, just an example. Uh, I really. Oh no, I didn't. There's this one to the tune of Twinkle Little Star. I think is sweet. Let's be thankful for this day, for our friends and for our play. Let's be thankful, let's be glad for our food and things we have. Yes, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> let's give thanks for you and me, for our home and family. Do you know what else I like as a thankful song? What? I like doing May There Always Be Sunshine. Oh, I love it. Sing it. And I like, I like the way Jim Gill does it. I, because I he lets the kids him. make up their own things that they're thankful for. So, yeah, let's give them an example of how that we can do that. Well, the song starts with, May there always be sunshine. May there always be blue skies. May there always be mama. May there always be me. But then Jim Gill has the kids tell him things they're grateful for. So I'll do the same thing. And I'll make a list on the board of things they're grateful for, like dad, friends, pizza, shoes. And then we'll just sing it again with their ideas, either no matter how silly they are. So, you know. And the kids love it, don't they? Yeah. May there always be pizza. May there always <laughs> be blueberries. May there always be video games. May there always be feet. Whatever. <laughs> And you can take Jim Gill's version after you've done that and, and actually write a big book page for each uh, verse you come up with. And then I like to pass that out to a group of four mm -hmm. to illustrate and then staple it together and make a thankful book. You could make a whole class book too, where they each yeah. have their own page. Yeah. Yeah, I love that version. So after Thanksgiving, when you come back, it's just so great because you can continue that family overall theme, mm -hmm. no matter where Thanksgiving lies in November. And it really, I like it because then I can go to Thanksgiving, enjoy time with my family, and not have to come back and scramble and change themes because family is an ongoing theme and really blends right into the Christmas season and the things you can do with that that we'll talk about when we talk about planning for December. And there's a book that I really like doing, um, The Three Bears Meet Santa Claus. And it's a really good one that um, to do when you get back from Thanksgiving because it's all about families and bears and Santa. What's better than families, bears, and Santa? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing is better. And you've led us so neatly into December. So we're just ready mm -hmm. to get something ready for that now. Yeah. So our plan is to um, 
talk about each month as we're ready to plan for it. And so if any of you have suggestions of things that you'd like us to talk about when for the month, for the monthly planning, just email us and give us some suggestions of things that we could include because we want to give you as much advice and helpful tips as we can to help with your planning. Yep, definitely let us know. And you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at www.kindergartenkiosk.com. <laughs> and don't forget, if you haven't got that subscription to ESGI, go to esgisoftware.com and enter the code kiosk to save yourself $40 and amazing, amazing data tracking systems. We had a specialist come from Denver, Colorado to our school who had never heard of ESGI and I was showing her student data yesterday and she was so excited and thrilled. She said, as a national reading consultant, I've gone to a million places and I've asked teachers to show me data and it has never been so organized and amazing as this. I must know more about mm. ESGI. So make sure you sign up for that free trial. Yep, it will change your teaching and you'll love it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, happy November. Happy whatever. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>